pastor this morning by being faithful to carry on the vision that I know that he has, that the whole pastoral team has, and that, that God has called me to because it fits. It's dovetailed. I was thinking about a couple of boys. Oh, where's the tutor and the hooter thing? I gotta watch where the puffers and the blowers are so I don't. Uh, because of the microphone thing. Um, I was thinking about a couple of boys. Uh, yesterday, I was painting my. Uh, yep, I found it. So I think I'll just stay right here. Well, I was painting my brand new ceiling. Oh, I'm so excited. Mary's excited. We're putting in a new kitchen. My old one's out in the driveway. (laughs) We haven't done anything ever. I've never owned a dishwasher. I've never owned a garbage disposal. uh, With a switch, anyway. I have three kids. And I'm painting and I'm thinking, you know, I always, I think almost all the time about the youth and about, and not just about the youth, but I was thinking about Tatum's boys. And I was thinking about Ross, Julie's, I guess he's the oldest, I think, pretty sure. And I'm thinking about them and how they're going to be rising up. And taking new places in what, in, and they are going to be taking part in filling spots for what we are really working on creating and, um, and birthing right now in the, uh, in the youth ministry. And um, so I'm thinking about these boys. Can they hear me back there? They can't? We'll have to tell them. I'm thinking about these boys. And you know, just what little that I've seen them and watched them. You know, I watch all of the little ones, you know, and I look at them and I think, you know, those those are going to be the guys that are going to rise up. They're going to be the ones. They're going to be taking positions of authority and leadership. You know, even when they get up, uh, well, you know what, they can do that right now. They can do that right now in their, you know, in what their, you know, third, fourth, probably grade-ish around in there. And they can take their positions right now. Grandma, Grandpa, you know, moms and dads really need to, at this point in time in your lives, when you've got grandchildren or when you've still got young children or children at home, then what you have to do is, is you've got to take the opportunity right now to affirm and reaffirm your children in the things of God. Uh, because that's a rarity today. That's a rarity today. Did anybody in this room this morning pay attention to any of the youth? Did, did, you, did you make it a point to go up and, and to... And to say, hi, how you doing? Welcome, glad to see you. Put your arm on the shoulder and look them in the eye and say, 
I'm really glad to see you this morning. Anybody, raise your hand. Go ahead. Six, seven maybe. Okay, you know what I would really like to see? And where God is really moving us as a body is, is that when that question is asked in the future, that, that there's, you know, 50 hands raised. And yeah, I, I went by and I said, hey, man, good to see you. Glad you got up this early. Because that's a rarity, too. 10 o'clock is like, you know, zero hour for kids. I mean, that's early. <laughs> that's early. I'm thinking about those boys, and I'm thinking about the potential that they have to rise up, you know, and that they're, they're going to take over. And, you know, uh, they're going to be the ones that at some point in the future you're going to see up here. And they're going to be the ones that are going to be set in and into, you know, offices, you know, of, of apostles and prophets, pastors and teachers. They're going to be the ones that, that have their giftings and anointings. That they're going to be used in mighty ways, you know, uh, and even today, and even today, I believe that the word that <clears throat> that I had this morning, I was told that I was preaching today. I was not asked if I would, so it's not my fault. But you know what? I I wholeheartedly grasp the opportunity, and I'm and uh, <clears throat> I'm going to be very faithful to that to that call. We're going to talk this morning about uh, the call to unity, to ministry, to deliverance, purpose, and passion. Which that encompasses everything that the Word of God is about today for you. And you can actually grasp a hold of a new purpose. And you can grab and actually feel and sense a new passion and purpose in your life today. Today. Genesis 11 verse 9. Do you realize do you remember what that scripture is all about? It's it's about the tower of Babel. And you remember the problem that there was was these uh people gathered up and you know in in verse 1 it says now the whole world had one language and one common speech as men moved eastwardly they found a plain in Shinar and Shinar or whatever and they settled there. And they said to each other, Come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar instead of mortar. And then they said, Come and let us build ourselves a city. They said, Come and let us build ourselves a city. See, Abraham, he sought out for a city whose builder and maker was, what? Real loud. God. They said, we're going to build ourselves a city, a tower unto ourselves. We're going to reach unto, unto the heavens and, and we're going to step back and we're going to look and see just exactly what we did. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower and the men were building. And the Lord said, now check this out and really grab a hold of this. If as one people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. 
Whoa. God said that. If as one people, speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them, except for one small problem. They were doing it unto themselves. And what God is really trying to get across, and I believe that He is getting it across today, is that He is taking the same concept and but this day and today, instead of us building something, a ministry or whatever, unto ourselves, that we, have, we are catching the picture that what we are building today is we are building a mighty fortress unto the Lord God Almighty. And in the same spirit, He says, He says that if we, as one people, with one language will apply ourselves. And if, they, if we have begun to do this for Him, then what? What? Nothing will be impossible for them. Who is them? You, that's right. You are them. We are them. Wrap your brain, your spirit around that concept of the unity of the Spirit. I heard a prophetic word this morning, and I really try to listen very carefully. I'm still at this, at this very time listening over and over again to so many prophetic words that, <clears throat> that come about because, you know what, I don't take those things flippantly or lightly. I believe that they are very serious and, I, and, and they're very serious for the giver as well as for the hearer. And that they're not just another, just another word. But I believe that the word that I heard this morning is in, we're going to flow because what we're going to, what I'm trying to get across to you this morning is the uh, yeah I can't even see that clock so um, is the, this concept of you rising up and taking the, the place in the ministry of God uh, and if, if you are a part of, the, of this church then guess what then you are a part of the ministry of this church you're not just a, a, a person that occupies a chair. You're not just a person that's here to get your Sunday fix or your Wednesday fix or playing church. You know, you are a person of value and, and of very importance, okay? And, hey, Landon, talking to you. Uh, you are a person of significance with a very important place okay, that God has called you to. And now it's your responsibility to start seeking that position and the place that you have in this ministry because there is one specifically for you that it fits like a glove. And it's what God has been rising you up throughout your life 
for you to occupy and take that place. And if you don't do that, then God will raise somebody else up to do that. But you know what? They're not, he's not going to raise them up to fulfill because it would be like fitting a square peg in a round hole because you are the round hole that that ministry in that perfect place, that's what you're made for. But you know what? God will reshape the hole for somebody else to where it's still going to fit and He's still going to accomplish His will and purpose. And then God will actually keep on wooing you and talking to you and speaking to you so that you can, if you, if you resist or if you continually just you know, fail to heed the call that, that God has called you to, then by His Spirit He will continue to woo you and call you. And He will, and he will, he will not stop speaking to you until at some point where you actually just shut the door. You will, I'm telling you, you will come to a place. You will come to a crossroads where you will make a decision. And you're going to make it to be obedient and to step into what God has called you to or you'll just continue to resist for whatever reason. But today is your day. Now is the time. So many of the words that we've heard that God's speaking in prophetically, you know what? We take those and we and sometimes we refer to those things like the, like those are for tomorrow or those are for next week or or those are things that are coming. Well, guess what? God really placed in my spirit a and and really I've been I've been hearing this a lot that that it's for today, it's for today, it's for now, it's for now, it's for now. Take it, possess it, redeem, uh, uh, own it, and walk into it, step into it. The glory of God. This, this thing about, you know, of God raising up a garden with many flowers and some are growing up the walls and some are on trees and some. And you know what? When you take all of those different things and you mash them all together, it's still a garden. And you might be a vine or you might be a, a petal or you might be a stem or you might be monkey grass like me or you might be, uh, you know, some other, you know, portion of that garden. But you know what? All that stuff comes together and man, it just grows up and it's so beautiful and it's awesome and it's, you know, pleasant and it, and it, and it, has, a, uh, it has a pleasing appearance and it's just so cool. And that's what God's doing today. And it's happening. It's happening. The words that are coming forth, guess what? They're happening. It's coming about. I know it. And the things that you hear, this is coming. Well, guess what? It might be coming here in just any second. And it's exciting. And it's awesome. And man, I'm so glad. I'm so happy to be a part of what God's doing today. I am so glad. I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I'm not just excited about what God's doing in youth, which God's moving in the youth ministry. He's moving. He's doing stuff. And kids, I'm telling you, kids are getting some new purpose and new passion. And they're asking questions and getting answers. And they're getting in. They're going, Yeah. Yeah, I'm a part of this. This is awesome. This is cool. And they're finding a place to fulfill 
and to be fruitful. That's huge. Do you know that, Virginia? That's huge. That's massive. To be fruitful. Because Jesus cursed a tree that wasn't one time. He said, hey, you're bearing fruit. You know what that tree turned into? Firewood. And how we're going to get there into this move that God is doing right now. That's the key issue. And what I've got to tell you today is that what God is doing, He's doing right now. It's in progress. It's happening. It's ginning. It's moving. It's gaining momentum. And God's bringing in different people like me. And you say, wait a minute, God. No, you messed up. We don't want him. We want somebody skinnier and better looking. Younger. Too bad. (laughs) Oh, aren't you glad? Motivators, movers, and shakers. People that make things happen and that we're not willing to just sit by and just watch things go. And just let them, just let them go, and not say anything, not do anything. You are, you are an important part. Whether you're an usher or a drummer or a keyboard player, which hey, you know what? Let's give some praise in the house right now for the praise team. Yeah, come on, come on. Hey, and while you're at it, let's throw in the youth workers. Let's throw in the teachers in the back. Let's throw in the ushers. Yeah, come on, really, come on. Say thank you. How about the teachers in the classes this afternoon? Come on, wear your hands out. Make them hurt. Come on. Yeah. How about this lady right here sits in that office all day and Monday through Thursday and answers the phone and come on, let's make your hands hurt. Yeah, let's appreciate them. Yeah. Okay, stop. We don't want to give them a big hit. But we want them to know that they're appreciated. Very much. How, how this is happening is God is going to, is, is right now bringing us into the unity of the Spirit. Now you can have a football team out there that is in the spirit of unity. But that's not the same thing as the unity of the Spirit. This is a, a unity that that brings us together with a bond. It's that silver thread, you see. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. And God is entwining us together as the body of Christ that the world needs to see out there. And they need to look at us in a way that is different than they look at any other church. Because people need to look at us and they say, wow, you guys are really different. And when they come in here into this place, which is just a little teeny weeny little bit of our lives. And when we get visitors in here, they know that there's something going on here. There's something different about this place. You know why? Because man, somebody actually paid attention to me. Somebody actually welcomed me. Some, I, I, I really sense that there is some love and there is something different in here. And you know what it is? It is the unity of the Spirit, not the Spirit of unity. It is we are united in the bond of peace and love. I'm talking about the love of God that is so deeper that I don't think we can even grasp the entire whole spectrum of the love of God. 
It's just overwhelming. I think I would just like spontaneously combust if I even knew one decimal point of the, the vastness of the love of God. I'd <laughs> and you'd get the vacuum cleaner up and because there was you know just a massive revelation of the love of God that, that, that there is and that we want to manifest in our lives. And God's bringing about this unity of the Spirit of God in, in us. And yes, Pastor Virginia, you're right. We are different, aren't we? We are different. And, and I, I've got gifts and talents and, 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 a, and a, a personality that is, I know, way different than yours. And you can probably go, Amen. Somebody actually said amen. (laughs) That's okay. And you know, I told you once before that what you see is not what you get. Because tomorrow I'm going to be better. I'm going to be different tomorrow than I was today. As a matter of fact, hearing about 0.1 seconds I'm going to be different than I was 0.1 seconds ago because I have chosen I've made the choice I have put my foot down and I've come to that place to where you know what just stagnancy is no longer any good it won't work Not moving is not going to work. Because you see, God is calling us, you, God is calling you to make choices and decisions and to step into new things that you have not stepped into in the past. Some of you have been involved in some things in the ministry that you stepped out of. And maybe right now God's calling you to step back in. Maybe you're going to get a new perspective and maybe have a fresh new purpose for what God is calling you to today. I pray that, that whatever it is, that you obey the call and that you actually do make a step and make a choice and make a decision today to step into the things that God is calling you to. Because it is very vital because you have a place. And, and God basically really wants you to take your place. Because it's all about you being a part of what He is doing, which is the bigger picture, to accomplish His will and purpose on the earth. You know, God could, could I mean, He doesn't even have to snap His fingers All he would have to do would be to just blink his eye and his will would actually come come about instantly, instantaneously on this earth. His creation. Just one little, one, he could just barely even think about it and it would happen. And so I guess... 
that maybe what's going on is, is that seeing as He has created us to inhabit this earth and to take dominion of it, then I'm guessing that maybe He wants us to accomplish His will and purpose. I'm thinking maybe that that He wants us to do it because we represent Him. He is in us. You filled with the Holy Spirit? Yeah. So I'm guessing that if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, then you're filled with all the fullness of the Godhead three in one. I'm guessing that, that all of the power and all of the anointing and all of that stuff is present in the Holy Spirit which resides within you. It's there. Within you. He's given us everything that we need that pertains to life and godliness. Right? And it resides. It dwells within us. So, O ye warriors, O ye mighty men and women of God, rise up. Rise up. God is working within us right now to to um, that we 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 are going to uh, move into places to where we are no longer satisfied with the way things were. That we're going to be moving on because you know what if the we do the things we always do we'll get the things we've always got. And so something's going to have to change. Something's going to have to change. And God is perpetuating change this very second. Corporately and individually within each one of us. As God begins to change each one of us, you put your foot down, you say, I'm no longer satisfied. I want to be a part of what God's doing. I'm going to find out what God's doing and I'm going to get right square in the middle of it. Man, I'm getting in the boat. I'm getting on the bus. I'm getting on the train. I don't care what you're going to get in on wherever God is. That's where I'm going. I don't care if he's in a rowboat or in an ocean liner. Because man, I mean, I just want to I just want to do, do it, not just say it. I want to be involved in it and be a part of it and and what it is is just a, a it's going to be uh it's just going to be the, the the spreading of the love of god in woodward oklahoma and fargo and gage and shattuck and and laverne and slap out and um in winoka and sealing and sharon and mutual and visai and uh let's see uh, buffalo and gage and do i say shattuck Ardette. And uh, Balco and Guyman and and you know why? Because that's that's uh, that's the that's a regional thing, and that's where God has placed us as this portion and section of the body of Christ to fulfill His will and purpose in this region, not in this room. Okay, somebody got that. Not just in this room. See, that's our vision for the youth. Is that room back there is not home, that's headquarters. 
And that's where we come and we're going to scheme and we're going to devise and we're going to dream and we're going to plan. And, and we're going to uh, cause youth to rise up to their potential in Christ to be a mighty force that they are. I even, Jamie, I just got this vision just maybe yesterday while I was thinking about these boys. I was thinking, hey, you know what? Why couldn't we get some of these littler kids and, and get, get them involved? Hey, well, they're not, they're not seventh grade. You have to keep seventh or twelfth. Well, hey, let's kind of, you know, let's bust down the deal a little bit. and Let's get some. What if, what if we found something for these little guys to do in the youth? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And then, you know what? And then what we do is we break down all of the, uh, we break down the barriers, you know, that, well, you know, we give these kids, you know, the, the little guys, the Rosses and the Marlette kids. I don't even know their name. I just saw their faces. And then, oh, did I? Oh, yeah, those guys. Ross, man. He's a thinker. He's a thinker. Is that right? Okay, I don't know. I'm just thinking. He's a thinker. He's a planner. He's a divisor. He's a He's going to be the kind of the, the suit and tie guy. He's going to be the guy that, that uh, you know, he's going, to, he's going to be the guy that plans and makes it happen. Say, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. You know, and, and, uh, and then the, the Marlette guys, they're going to be, hey, let's go, man. Let's get her done. Come on, you guys, get out. Put us around you. I don't know him. And Ross is going to be saying, okay, guys, you guys need to chill out for a minute because this, wait a minute, we got to do it, you know, and this is, you know, and, and, and we can't speed, so we got to, you know. And then some of the other kids, you know, they're going to fulfill and have places. You know, Sammy has got, you know, she's a motivator, and I can just see her just a smiling, awesome littleness. And, you know, this is awesomeness right here. This is little awesomeness right there. You know, fulfilling our will and purpose, that's what it's all about. And you know what? It's not all about us coming together with one language and one voice and all that kind of stuff just to build a big ministry so that, you know, we can, people can look at us and say, wow, great job. What a man. What a fantastic ministry you've done. Because then God's going to look down and he's going to say, um, excuse me, but where am I in all this? And the Tower of Babel come a-tumbling down because of that very thing. And we don't want to build another one. We don't want to build another one. Philippians 2, verse 2. I'm going to move on quickly, I think. Oh, yeah, boy. <clears throat> I'm going to just start at verse 1. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any fellowship with His Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded. Having the same love. Being one in spirit and purpose. Hmm. Is He talking to you? What? He's talking to you? 
Do you think that word's for today? What? I thought that's what you said. Do, how serious are we about that? That's the question. In Acts 1, chapter 14. <clears throat> See, God's building some awesome, awesome things and stuff is happening and it's not happening tomorrow. It's happening today, right now. We're talking about the present. Things are ginning. Things are moving. Things are bubbling. And we're moving into... uh, a new season. It's a season of change. It's a season of adjustment. It's a season to where you are going to start to really realize where you fit in the body of Christ so that you can take your place in what God is doing, okay? And so that it's, so that, uh, so that the, the plans move ahead and so that every base is covered. So that every base is covered Acts four, Acts one, oh, Acts one. Did I say fourteen? Acts one, verse fourteen. Sorry. And they all joined together, constantly in prayer, along with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. And in those days, they stood up, and the believers, about a hundred and twenty, said, "Brothers, the scripture had." To be fulfilled in the Holy, in the with the which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through the mouth of David concerning Judas, who served as guide for those who arrested him, who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in this ministry. You see, they were all together, 120 in the upper room, 120, and the Bible says that they were in one Honda. I mean, they were in one accord. In Acts 2, verse 1, when the days of Pentecost finally came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. And they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each one of them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Praying in the Spirit, that's the Spirit, that is a prayer language that you can pray in perfect unity. Because you can pray the absolute, unadulterated, pure will of God. You don't get your mind all messed up with it. There's a day today, we're in the present time, absolutely, unequivocally, today is the day. We've, talked, we've heard about this shifting Okay, that's taking place. And I mean, it is huge. The reason why you don't have very many names on the, for the call from the youth is because we're still defining who is going to go. Because there was, a, um, there was a very strong admonition 
that was given in at that time when Dutch Sheets gave that word about the call, and um, I don't know who it was that gave it, but she said, don't mess around with this. And, and maybe this is something that we all, the 55 people, need to hear, is don't mess around with this. If you're going to go to the call, then you need to be thinking about why you're going and with very definite purpose and and be prayed up and be fasted up and be ready to go, okay? Because this isn't something that we're going to be able to just tinker with. This is going to be very intense. I think it's going to be one of the... I think it's going to be one of those moments in time that that uh, is going to be a reference point. I think you're going to be able to look at that time and at that movement and what God is doing at that very moment. And you're going to say, something happened. God regained and took back something at that time, on that day, and in that moment. And it's not something that we can mess with. It's not something that we can take lightly. It's got to be something that we take very, very seriously. And to be ready and intent at that moment and for that purpose. There's in 1 Corinthians, there's, there's this shifting that's taking place. And it's got to do right now, and, and one of the uh, major focuses that I think that God uh, wants us to know at this, at this very point in time is that it's time for us to start making some quality decisions about where we are in the body of Christ. What is, you know, there, there, there's some stuff going on that is so huge that, um, that God is actually really needing you. And I know that sounds kind of weird because what does God really need? Well, He needs you. He wants you. He desires you. He longs after you. He chases after you. He runs after you. God thinks about you. He pursues you. God pursues you. And He desires for you to rise up and to take your position in the body of Christ, okay? In, in, into what you could be doing. You could get involved in the youth ministry, in the children's ministry. You can get involved um, with so many... Uh, so much stuff that there is, doesn't even exist right now. There's some stuff coming up on, that's, that's, that doesn't even exist right now that's made for you. But you know what? It's going to exist this year. There's going to be things that exist that don't exist right now in this body right here that don't exist right now that you're gonna, that's going to be perfectly made for you. Okay? In uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, you see, this thing is not really about us. Uh, we, we have made uh, a pact. We've made a covenant with all of uh, Y10 youth leadership. We've covenanted to, to together that we're going to protect each other, watch each other's backs. Um, we're, we're not going to entertain any type of negativity, okay, um, we're not going to mess around with the jealousy issues and, well, you're doing this, and but I want to do that. Well, yeah, but I'm doing it. Yeah, but I want to do it. Well, you can't because I'm doing it. Well, well I'm going to go talk to Pastor Eric. Well, um, you know what? 
we're not going to deal with that because we've made a covenant together. And, and, and in our meeting uh, that we had and we talked with all the leadership, um, Jamie had this vision and this picture of a, of a cross with a seven in it. She didn't really know the significance of that number seven at that point, that that is the number of covenant and completion. And, and, um, and that was after we had made this covenant with each other, held hands, and, and uh, there again, it's extremely serious. The, this, this Christianity that we live is not very passive, folks. It's not a passive Christianity. It's not churchianity. You see, this is the real deal. This is, the, this is intense, okay? And, and God is raising and calling many of you, okay, into the intensity, okay, that, that really exists in the body of Christ. And many, God is raising many of you up and speaking to you and teaching you, okay, that, um, that just like this word in 1 Corinthians 6, 9-10 says that you are not your own. You've been bought with a price. You're not your own. You see, you, you belong to somebody else. And, and when your master calls, it's time for you to rise and to go to the master's feet and say, Here, Lord, here I am. Take me. There's, there is an anointing here today, right now. And it's presence by His Holy Spirit, not by me. Do not look. I'm just the messenger. And so don't look at me. But you consider this right now. That God right now, there is a, a, um, there is a anointing for some deliverance in this room right now, present and ready to actively move. To where you have the opportunity right now to be set free from some of the oppressions that you have been facing and we're going to see a shift. I'm telling you, we're going to see a shift in ministry that's coming about to where the, when altar calls are going to be, are, are no longer going to be about the same old issues that you face every single time that you come and that you get prayer. The, and stuff that you don't even come to get prayer for. Some of the stuff that you guys are dealing with that nobody else knows about that's in your inner man. And there's an anointing right here, right now, to break those things. You know what they are. You know what they are. And you know what? I don't necessarily need to know what they are. The only thing that, that I need to know or that we need to do right now is to give you an opportunity to know that right now, right here, in this place, the anointing of God is here, not by me. You see, you're looking at me and you're going, yeah, right. Don't look at me. I'm just a messenger. It's here to break those things, whether they're addictions to alcohol, to pornography, to smoking, to cussing. Let's see, I got some wrote down. To um, Drugs, alcohol, smoking, cussing, porno, bitterness, unforgiveness, overeating, laziness, religious spirit, anger, rage, or anything else you can dream up. Anything else you're dealing with. I mean, that's a pretty extensive list. But you know what? They're present in the house today, every one of them. Well, this is church. So what? So what? 
People drink, bring junk into church. What, do you think they leave, leave it out there at the door or something? Hang it up like a coat? And then go out and pick it up on their way out? Well, if that's the way it is, then let's get your coat hung up and leave it. We'll burn it. If you're going to leave something, leave it here today. And we're going to break that thing. Whatever it is, nobody needs to know. Nobody needs to know. Because God does. And God's calling you right now at this very point to come to a place because this is a stepping stone. Okay. It's a stepping stone for you to step into the things that God has specifically made for you. Whether they exist now or not, guess what? They are going to exist. The things and the ministries and the purposes that God has planned for the body of Christ, they are coming about. Some of them are in the planning stages as we speak. And they are specifically made for you, whether you know it or not. But you know what? Today is today. The, the judgment will begin with the house of God. It's going to start with us. It's not going to start with them. It's not going to start with the world out there. God's looking at us. He's checking us out. And you know what? I'm checking me out. And I'm consciously aware and I'm, and I'm really seeking God's uh, Holy Spirit every day to overcome any and all issues that I have that I'm dealing with right now. And anything that's going to keep me from being unified in one purpose with what's going on today. Because my desire is greater to be apart rather than to be apart. My desire is greater to be used than refused. My desire is greater to bear fruit than to wither. I don't, and I put my foot down. Period. No questions. That's it. I was writing out this message Friday morning and my pen was literally, or my mind was was moving faster than my pen could possibly write. I mean, it was just, it was amazing to me. I just, wow. God wants to take you today, this morning. For some of you, those of you who will heed the call and be obedient to His voice, then today is your day to where you are not going to fight any longer with that ball and chain that you've been dragging around for years. Whatever it might be, whatever it might be, today's your day. Today's your day. God is going to, going to, not wants to, God is going to deliver you at this very time from so many of those lingering problems that you have been dealing with in your life if you will be obedient 
because it's here. That anointing and that power is here. I mean, it's, it is here in, in such, I mean, we can't even grasp the depths of the power and the freedom that God has for you today, right now, right now. As I talk for the next cup, just a few minutes, okay? If you want to be released from those things, then you just get up out of your seat right now and as an act of obedience and as an act, and what you are actually going to be saying is, okay, this is it, and you're going to put your foot down and, and by you coming to the front, that is your statement that this is it. I'm done. I'm moving on. I want the freedom and the release more than I want the bondage. You know what those things are. You know what they are. You know what they are. And God, in His infinite love and passion for you, is going to meet you. And, and God even told me, He said, if you will come, He said, then you are not only going to be set free and released, okay, to where, to where you're, you might still have to deal with those things, but you're going to have a new power. You're going to have a new sense of, of regeneration and strength within you. And that, and that this anointing that God is going to place on you is going to be, it's going to linger on you. It's not going to be a shot in the dark. It's not going to be just a fix. But what you'll receive this morning at this very time is something that is going to linger on you. And the Spirit of the Lord is going to continually over the next period of time, however long that is, He is going to move and send in your and bring thoughts into your mind of exactly what you need to do in order to avoid getting back into that situation ever again. That's going to be a lingering anointing and presence that the Spirit of God is going to place on you today to where you would... That, let's, let's just, for instance, let's just say it's smoking, okay? And, and I don't know. I just picked one out. I'm not looking at anybody individually. If, for instance, that it's smoking... And you come up and you break it. Then what the Holy Spirit is going to continue to do for you until you get absolute and complete total victory where it isn't even an issue anymore is the Spirit of God is going to be working within your spirit and talking and, and, and speaking to you with thoughts that are, that are amazing. Like, like when you have that craving then you're going to, the Scriptures are going to come into your mind and say, you know what? Greater is He that's in me than He that's in the world. And remember, I put my foot down. And you know what? I've, just, I've made the decision. I've made the choice. <coughs> and I'm not going back. And my desire to move on is greater than my desire to drag that ball, to drag that chain. One of the biggest ones right now in this place 
is bitterness and unforgiveness. Bitterness and unforgiveness. Come on. You want to be healed? Do you want to have a new freshness to where, you know, you not only take the step, but you know what? You say, I want, I want to forgive. I don't want to hold things any longer because those things are huge. They are, bitterness and unforgiveness is a massive, massive weight that you carry around that is such a hindrance to you moving further and deeper into the things of God. If you carry bitterness and unforgiveness, then I promise you, I am telling you, that you will go so far into the Spirit of God and you will go no farther until you deal with that thing. And there is such a spirit of love here this morning. And it's not about condemnation. It's not about, oh, you bad, nasty person. What are you, you, what are what you're doing wrong? No, it's about love and restoration and healing and forgiveness. It's about, it's about refreshing you guys and, and all of you. That, and, and if you're doing this and if you're sitting there in your seat and, and you're, man, you know, I'm just, I want to get into the things of God so bad. I want to get into those things so bad that, you know what? I'm not going to sit. I'm not going to resist it. I've got to have it. Because because that anointing is here. And it's a lingering anointing that you make. You make this commitment. You make this commitment here and now. And the... The Spirit of God is going to rest on you like you have not felt ever. And you're going to receive, I mean, this this anointing. If we could have some ministry people, come on up. Kids, you guys that, Amber, come on up. We're going to get the youth up here to do some ministry. If you want to minister to, to any of these people, then you come up and and uh, there's going to be some freedom and restoration in the house today. You have nothing to fear. You have nothing to fear. You see, God is calling you to a greater purpose today. He's calling you into a deeper walk. With Him, He's calling you into a greater commitment because it's not about you. He is raising you up because you are going to be taking your place and your position. He's going to set you. You're going to be free to serve. You're going to be free. I'm telling you, you're going to be free if you want that freedom from those things. I'm just a messenger. But now's the time.
the bitterness and the unforgiveness. The still come still come. on, you can still come. There's a real, not only is there a breaking, but there's also a healing, there's also restoration. There is, uh, there's some stuff happening up here that's going to be permanent and everlasting.
And this is your day today. This is your day today. There's some real uh, release. You're even going to sense just a new passion and a new drive. You're going to you're going to uh, you're going to even realize the the word is going to open up to you so much more. And you're going to have a new vibrance that you have not had. You're going to have a new passion. You're going to have a new strength. But your, your strength, like in Isaiah, your strength will be renewed as the eagles. You are going to run and not grow weary. You're going to walk and not faint. still come if you need to. And if you need to leave, you can do that too. See, the Word of God says, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. You are absolutely free.